Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. Welcome to the Too Much Game podcast with me, your host, Young Dolomite. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How was your week going, Ben Ready? Ah, man, it, it was all right, man. It was all right. Uh, you know, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't, you know, last week it hit me like a crash and, you know, it's, you know, it's no accident that we're here today. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Too Much Game Podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're here. How about your week? Uh, it's kind of been a wreck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> somewhat of a wreck. You know, uh, merch, Mercury Retro Gay, it's, it's a real motherfucking thing. Yeah. You know, you, you say quite often, never leave room for error. Yeah. You know, error sometimes makes room. And you know, must do. It is what it is, man. I but honestly, I kind of been having a long week. It, it, it started out kind of fucked up. Thought I was gonna go see Sugar Free this week. Yeah. Traffic had a had had other other plans, so that was fucked up. But um, I tried this little um little stick that my cousin gave me called Palo Santo. Yeah. That shit works, homie. That shit is good to get the negative energies out. Bring the positive energy up. Yeah. So I I, I I strongly suggest everybody look into that Palo Santo. It's like a little stick of wood. Smells good. You burn that. Walk throughout your house. You know, let let the smoke get you know throughout your house, over your car, over your bed, and you speak positivity into the atmosphere. Like you say, positive affirmations. Like. My affirmations are, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm happy. These niggas ain't got me fucked up. And from this day forward, they will not have me fucked up. You know, and I, I just go through my uh, my affirmations. So, like, it, it's, it, uh, it just get rid of all the bad vibes and yeah. spirits and all that. And- the bad juju, the bad energies. Right. Yeah, so you know, I, I strong I, I strongly suggest Palo Santo, you know, just to help your energy out. Shout out to my cousin Dara, that's who gave it to me and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some of that soon. Yeah, real soon. I wish I had more so I could give you some of the Palo Santo. I know if no rules niggas is listening, I can't word shit a certain way. <laughs> now I don't want to sound like I'm teetering. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, man. You heard of um speaking of like herbs and energy shit. Um Erica Badu selling the incense that smelled like uh her vajayjay. Yeah, I wonder how you come up with that smell for all them incense. And it sold out fast too. Of course. Why wouldn't it? I kinda wanna get some. Make the boom boom room smell like Baducci. Baducci, if you will. How is that possible? Like I don't, I don't get it. It might smell like something. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking her, her nether regions smell like, uh, some type of something. I don't know, but whatever it is, that's what the fragrance is, and you'll get to smell that. I just hope it don't smell like red lobster. But I'm assuming it doesn't, or she wouldn't be selling incense that smell like that. And some people who it better cool. not smell like regular coochie. And some people who cool with that, so probably it might smell like normal coochie. The freaks, uh, the freaks of the world. Yeah, if it smell like regular coochie, I don't want that shit. But um, 
you know, I saw the the Who Killed Malcolm X documentary. I brought it up last week. I don't really have too much new information to uh, pass on because mm-hmm. pretty much for, my, for the most part, what I talked about last week, I still feel the same way on some real shit. So, you know, no further on that. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. That mm-hmm. was tragic, homie. Like, just the... The whole, I ain't even going to say the facts of the case, but the fact that there are so little facts on the case. Like, I'm just hearing so much, and none of what I'm hearing is good. Like, they said that he accidentally leaked his location, like he had put his address online. Mm -hmm. I guess he was trying to show something off, like he bought something or something of that nature. Um, You know, some people saying it was an inside job, like it might have been some of his friends, some of the niggas who he knew, because he's from New York, and he was killed in Los Angeles where he lives. Um, It was something after, like, a a house party that he had threw or something like that. Um, They saying that it it was a possible home invasion, but the person who killed him didn't take nothing. So that sound more like an assassination than a robbery. Mm-hmm. You know, so just, you know, rest in peace to him. Dude was only 20 and he was really just starting to get on. Like his name was just starting to get mentioned in the circles of motherfuckers who was on. You know, from what I'm hearing from my, my people in New York, like he was cracking in New York. Like far as they was concerned, he was he was on like he was that dude out of New York at the moment. Yeah, he was one of the new uh Rising stars. <clears throat> exactly. You know, so, man, rest in peace to him, you know, and pretty much, you know, not to be morbid, but congratulations on at least being on before you go away. You know, a lot of motherfuckers at, at that age and coming from that lifestyle, they don't get to, you know, put their talents on display, especially to that degree. So, you know, in the short 20-year life that he had, at least he was able to touch success before you know, he got laid down. But, um, you know, I think that's what I want to talk about on this episode. Like, just situational awareness. Because we, we losing young celebrities, you know, like, left and right. You know, the guy Nipsey Hussle, um, XXXTentacion, um, Juice World. Like, you know, we, we lose a lot of our, our young stars, man, and... You know, sometimes it can be prevented, other times it can't. But just what I want to talk about is putting yourself in positions to not be in these type of situations. Like, you know, it's it's a new game. Like, you got to play by new rules. You know, a lot of us in the, the regular world, we don't be put where it's so many people that's trying to put their hands in your pockets. You know, a lot of these young celebrities, athletes, entertainers, just shit, even a young nigga with a good job, like a, a a young street nigga that's passing and, you know, getting getting a couple of dollars in his pocket. You know, it's like the more motherfuckers think you got, the more they doing to try to get it from you. You mm-hmm. know, and you, you got to be mindful of shit like that. You know, like the, the, the more you got, the more you got to do to protect it. You know, like I'm, I'm a big believer in, in having security. Like I remember back in the 90s and the early 2000s when rappers would do shit like, Man, I walk around by myself. I ain't got no security. I don't. I don't need nobody with me, nigga. I, I, I got my own. Like, nah, nigga. Me, fuck having goons, my nigga. I'm high. I got. I got off-duty police on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm keeping niggas that can legally pop you. Like, you know, motherfuckers wanna. They wanna have this street persona where it's like, oh, it's just me and my my grimy niggas from my hood. Like, me and my my niggas hold me down. Like, man, a lot of times it's gonna be your niggas that'll take you down. You know, just like in his case, you know, like uh, one of my little partners sent me a screenshot from his um, his surveillance camera that looked like it was one of his homeboys that did it. Whether or not that may be true, you know, niggas, sometimes, you know, when, when you up and the niggas around you is down, they know enough about you to try or let's say they feel like they know enough about you. To do something to you and get away with it. Like they know when you go to sleep. They know when you wake up. They know where you stay. They know when you chilling. They know when you slipping. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like what Tupac said, man. Like, you know, keep your enemies close. Nigga, watch your homies. 
You know, it's like when 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 you ascend a lot faster than the niggas around you, it's a new situation for all of y'all. You know, and just me personally, like nigga, I've always been the type of person that don't let niggas too close to me. You know, especially when I'm when I'm all the way up. Cause nigga, when you all the way up around a bunch of niggas who all the way down, that's when envy comes in. You know, that's when you know, motherfuckers is jealous of you. Motherfuckers feeling like, how the fuck he on and I'm not? Fuck this nigga. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers get set up by niggas who who supposed to be your partners. You know, like Lil Boosie would always say, like, nigga, motherfuckers always get killed in their hometown. And it ain't even just your hometown, but a lot of times it's your homeboys. It's motherfuckers from your hometown that lay you down. Like, you know. Familiarity breeds contempt You know it's like the more motherfuckers know about you The more jealous they become When you get up Especially because it's like this nigga Me and you had the same fucking deck of cards And how the fuck you up And I'm not Like niggas feel salty about shit like that Even niggas who consider themselves to be your boys like, I tell motherfuckers that shit all the time, nigga. Like, man, you you got to watch your friends a lot closer than you got to watch your enemies. Because you know your enemies don't like you. You don't always know the friend that you have that don't like you. Because that's something that a lot of motherfuckers don't realize, nigga. It's a lot of motherfuckers who laugh and you motherfuckers be chilling and talking and drinking and smoking together. And they can't stand your motherfucking ass. They just around you because they feel like it's going to be some crumbs that fall off your table that could land in their hand. Mm. You know, it's a, a lot of motherfuckers that's that's way up and you chilling with a nigga who, who can't wait to lick you. You chilling with a nigga that's having conversations with niggas that don't fuck with you. Like, yeah, man, me and this nigga Pop was just chilling yesterday, man. That nigga going to be home alone tomorrow. Ain't nobody even going to be there, nigga. We need to go run up in that nigga shit and go get it. <clears throat> it's a gang of niggas that have these types of conversations when you ain't around. And then niggas would be mad that, or mad that they not where you at and haven't put in no work for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Nine times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I've been busting my ass. Like, you you think it's cool because you see the videos and this and that. You're not there when I'm doing, you know, whether I'm anything, whether it's the music or anything you do, the acting, all that shit you did to get up to this point. They act like they wasn't there and didn't see that shit. You was just alone for the ride and got the benefits of it. I had to work for it. Exactly. And that's <clears> what I tell motherfuckers a, a, a lot about haters, nigga. Like when I did the hate poison episode, like these motherfuckers hate to feel like, oh, nigga, we, we was in the same place. How the fuck he get up? Not even realizing, nigga, when y'all niggas was chilling, I was in the studio rapping or I was writing or I was trying to post my mixtape all over the place or I was doing all this hard work grinding and you were somewhere smoking and you think you supposed to be where the fuck I'm at nigga you you mad at me because I did 24 hours of work and you did two hours of work and you mad Mm -hmm. like nigga you how the fuck you know like that's the reason I don't respect thieves because a lot of thieves want to take the spoils of your victory I did all this hard work to get whatever the fuck I got a thousand dollars and you think that you gonna come do five minutes worth of work which is how long it take to take my thousand and motherfuckers supposed to be cool with that that sucker shit you know and it's like when i look at situations of motherfuckers like in the situation with pop smoke you know like a lot of young motherfuckers you know these these street rappers and shit they like to keep the same grimy ass niggas they came with around them when they ascend it's like, nigga, a lot of your homies from back in your, your neighborhood, a lot of these niggas is bottom feeders. Like, a, it's, a, it's a lot of times where, nigga, when you move up, it's certain niggas you got to leave back. Like, nigga, I, I remember, um, I forgot which rapper it was, and he was talking about in the interview, he would have to calm his homies down because they'd be wanting to rob other rappers and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nigga, homeboy got to, ooh, nigga, I know I could get him. That nigga over there slipping, and it's like, nigga, when you got everything to lose, you can't be fucking with niggas that ain't got nothing to lose because they going to help you lose every fucking thing. Like, that's the fucking problem with a lot of these niggas having these large circles and entourages and shit. You know, a lot of times, 
a lot of the motherfuckers that you run around with, you run around with 40 or 50 niggas, only three of them is really your friends. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. The other 47 of these niggas is just motherfuckers who you know. Motherfuckers you went to school with Motherfuckers you kicked it with Four or five times Like I tell motherfuckers about Like my circle of friends Back when I was younger When I was running around With a bunch of niggas I'm like These two niggas is my friends The rest of these niggas I just know You know like me I don't I don't believe in running around With no thousand niggas You know I, I always preach that Online In person On this show I don't fuck with too many niggas You know because Out of ten niggas Seven of them motherfuckers probably don't really fuck with you like that. Like, nigga, I, I don't believe in running around with no whole gang of niggas like that. Like me, I, I'm just, I'm big on situational awareness. I like to know exactly who the fuck I'm fucking with when I fuck with them. So I don't believe in trying to fuck with 10 and 15 niggas and all that type of shit. Because a lot of times when you hanging out with a bunch of niggas, there's going to be somebody out of that crew who don't like you. Jesus had, what, 12 disciples? And one of them motherfuckers fucked the whole shit up. Like, nigga, you can't be running around with no whole big old circle of niggas. Like, that's just, you know, it's it's no bueno, my nigga. And it's like me, just how I get down, no matter who I fuck with, I got to fuck with niggas who either got my same mind frame they in my same income bracket mm-hmm. or, you know, we, we in the same lane and some t- like we got to have something in common other than the neighborhood we come from. Yeah. Tag along. Exactly. Like, nigga, I can't be fucking with a nigga who I'm only fucking with because he from my neighborhood. You know, that's where niggas fuck up at, man. Like niggas be fucking with niggas just because they want to have 50 niggas with them just because it looks cool in rap videos. Like, oh, you know, I got all these grimy niggas from my hood, man. I got all my, my my goons. I don't even fuck with goons. Like, I would tell niggas that shit all the time. Like, back when goon was, like, the, the term, oh, yeah, nigga, this my goon. This my, you know, like, I ain't never believed in that shit. My nigga, to me, that's a fucking insult. Nigga, I ain't never been a goon. Like, nigga, I'm a fucking boss. Only motherfuckers I want to roll with is bosses. So if the niggas who I fuck with ain't willing to boss up with me, I can't fuck with them, nigga. I got to leave them behind. You know, it's like, nigga, when, when you fucking with niggas and, and you reaching this plateau and they still down here, my nigga, you got to find a way to close that motherfucking gap, my nigga. Like, whether that be pulling them up or, you know, like what happens to niggas, they come down. But either way, my nigga, the gap is going to close, my nigga. You are who you fuck with. So if you not willing to bring the niggas who you fuck with up, they are going to pull you down. That's just human motherfucking nature, my nigga. Like, nigga, when when you carrying dead weight, it slow you down. So if there's nothing that you can do to get these niggas to boss up, you know, because I believe in if if I'm going to fuck with my homies, when I'm on the come up, I'm trying to get these niggas a job. Like, look, homie, look, I'm going to have you... You gonna be my manager, or you gonna be my fucking road something, or nigga, you gonna be my engineer, nigga. I'm gonna put you through school so you can be a manager or some shit. But I can't just have you being my nigga that stands next to me all the motherfucking time. Like you gotta be in a position where you could generate your own revenue. So if my song ain't hitting, you could still be making money. 
for the crew when this ain't going. You know, because a lot of times, nigga, it's only one nigga generating the monies for 18 other niggas. And then when something go foul for you, now the whole fucking crew fucked up. Nigga, I need to be in a position where it's like, all right, look, I'm the rapper. You the fucking producer. You the engineer. If that's not the case, them niggas don't need to be around. Like, nigga, what the fuck I look like I'm feeding and clothing y'all? Nigga, y'all my kids. And a lot of times, some niggas take that shit negatively. Some niggas take that shit as a slight. Because whether or not you say it out loud, they know that's the fucking dynamic. They know you bought they chain, you bought they clothes, you bought they shoes, you paid for they flight. Nigga, some niggas like, man, we're going to lick this nigga. You know, because a lot of times when y'all look at these street rappers and all this shit, man, some of these niggas is getting extorted by the niggas that they around. Very true. You know, a lot of these motherfuckers, you, you, you the face of the crew, but you the buster of the crew. Like, look at Takashi 6 9 Nigga, all them motherfuckers he was around was waiting to lick his little ass. Pause. Like, them motherfuckers was trying to take him for everything he had. Like, nigga, you got to watch the motherfuckers you got around you. And this goes for regular people. You know, like, this is shit that I tell my homeboys and shit. Like, man, sometimes it's niggas around you who jealous of you and you ain't even got much. Niggas is jealous of what they think you got. Some niggas is jealous of... Just how other niggas like you. They can't stand that niggas fuck with you. Or they can't stand that bitches like you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the hell do all these hoes like this nigga Michael. This nigga Michael ain't even cute. I look better than Michael. But these hoes trying to fuck with Michael. Like nigga what the fuck is y'all? What you mad at me for? Because these hoes like me. Nigga go step your fucking game up in there like you. Like but you know you just got to be aware of your fucking surroundings. You know, like when you a fucking celebrity, like it's going to be situations where like with the whole accidentally giving his address up shit. Like, man, you just got to move different when you got something to lose. Like you got to move in that way. Mm-hmm. Like when you broke, you can play checkers. You can just react and do shit and wooty wooty woo. But when you get money, money, nigga, you got to start playing chess. You got to learn how to think two or three moves ahead. Like when you was broken in the street. You could post videos online with guns and saying all type of crap. Nigga, we'll kill you, nigga. We'll do this and whoop de whoop. Like, that's cool when you broke. But when you get money, nigga, you got to watch everything that come in your mouth. Just like in the case with Snoop Dogg. When Snoop Dogg was, you know, back in the 90s when he was biatch, biatch. All that shit was all cool. But, nigga, now that you're in a situation where you a mogul, Nigga, you call one woman a bitch. Now you got to apologize on TV and shit. You got to go do an apology tour. Because you call one person a bitch. Back when your whole motherfucking brand was calling women bitches all fucking day. Like, niggas got to move different, man. Like, you got to realize when the situation changes, the rules change. Nigga, once you get from being a street nigga to the leader of your fucking crew, you got to move like a leader. You can't move like a gangster no more. You can't move like a thug no more. Nigga, now you got to move as a fucking mogul, my nigga, because you got millions on the line. You know, and you got to learn, you got to be able to protect that shit. Like, nigga, it's, you know, it's just not good to be lacking when you got your shit. Like, you know, I should tell motherfuckers, just me, nigga, like when I was, when I just, all I had was a good job. I wasn't even like millions and and shit like that. Nigga, I was making a thousand dollars a week and I could just tell by how motherfuckers looked when I pulled up. Like, okay, I I know it's it's some niggas don't don't really like seeing me pull up in this truck looking good. Like I got to watch that nigga over there. I tell motherfuckers that shit all the time, man. You know, like you got to be able to gauge who your real friends are. And you got to have your friends who you delegated to watch the other niggas who call themselves your friends. Almost like an accountability partner. Like, nigga, when, when they say, like, oh, you know, whoopty whoop says such and such behind your back. Like, G, like Jay-Z said, what made that nigga comfortable enough to say that to you? Because there are certain friends that you got that some niggas won't even down talk you around certain niggas because they know that nigga going to get off on you. For talking that shit. You know. And them the type of friends that that I like to have. 
I like to have the type of homeboys that you not even finna tell this nigga no bullshit about me because you know he gonna tell me or he gonna check you before I get to you. You know, and like a lot of times, nigga, in life, you only gonna have one, two, possibly three niggas like that <clears throat> in your whole fucking life. And me, nigga, if, if I'm ascending like that, them gonna be the only motherfuckers you see around me or hear about around me. Outside of that, only other niggas you gonna see around me is niggas who helping me get money. Like me personally, nigga, the only niggas you really see me around, if you do see me with niggas, it's a a, a situation where we building something. We putting something together. We doing something fucking constructive. I'm not just around niggas for the sake of being around niggas. Like I look at that as a weakness. When you only hanging out with a nigga just for the sake of hanging out to me, that's weak shit. Like, I don't, I don't respect those type of friendships, my nigga. Like, nigga, what are we building? What the fuck are we on the phone for? <clears throat> like, I tell niggas a lot when I don't answer my phone. Like, nigga, everybody who know me know I don't answer my phone a lot. And I always tell niggas the reason I don't answer my phone a lot is because, nigga, sometimes when I see your name, if I know when me and you talk, we ain't going to be talking my shit, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like, I'm, I'm big on being constructive. So if we not talking about something in the matter of business or family or something that's moving me forward, what the fuck are we talking for? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate niggas who call me just to say what's up. Oh, man, I just want to check on you, nigga. All right, see you later. The fuck did you call me for, my nigga? Like, I tell motherfuckers all the time, nigga, don't check on me. Trust me, if something happened to me, you'll see it on Instagram or you'll see it on Facebook or somebody will call you and tell you something happened to me. Don't check on me. You know, a lot of motherfuckers feel like you not their friend if you don't just check on them. Oh man, nigga, don't even call me no more, man, nigga. You ain't even you ain't even called me to, to to see if I was okay. Nigga, it's 2020, nigga. Something happened to you, trust me. Somebody gonna post it on Instagram. Or somebody gonna text me and say something happened to say something happened to you. I know you alright. I tell niggas, nigga, you know I'm good, my nigga. Something happened to me, my wife gonna post something. So don't even fucking trip, my nigga, I'm good. Just don't call me for no stupid shit. Because that shit fucking annoys me, my nigga. You know, like, I, I, I move like a boss until I become a fucking boss. I'm not like big baller, rich nigga yet, but I'm trying to move like a rich nigga so when I get to the, the situation where I am a rich nigga, I don't have to do no major transition. Because that's what happens a lot of times with a lot of motherfuckers that move up too fast they still move like they broke and they end up fucking up their wealth because they didn't know how to handle it when they got it. Me, I'm trying to prepare. So when I get there, I'm ready for that shit when I get it. You know, a lot of motherfuckers still want to move like when they was broke. And that's where a lot of motherfuckers fuck up at. You know, and it's not just rappers, athletes too. You know, remember they used to talk about Allen Iverson and his big-ass entourage. Like, mm-hmm. man, he rolled around with too many niggas, man. Like, that's that's not a good thing. You know, and a, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, a lot of people fail that way. Like, you trying to move like a broke nigga as a rich nigga, and that don't work. And that even goes for motherfuckers who just, you know, like I said, you know, because I don't do this show for rich niggas. I'm not talking to fucking celebrities, my nigga. I'm talking to regular fucking people. As a regular nigga, when you get a good job, because we've all known niggas like this. Oh, man, this nigga had a good-ass job. This motherfucker ended up getting into it with a nigga because he couldn't stay out the hood. Oh, man. Nigga, nigga was a longshoreman working at the port making $100 an hour. But he wanted to go hang with the homies. Somebody tried to take his jewelry or take his car, and he ended up shooting the nigga. Like... This shit happens, my nigga. Like, nigga, when, when you get shit to lose, you got to move in that way. You can't move like you ain't got nothing to lose when you got shit to lose. You know, it's like Nip said, nigga, the, the less I come around, the more I'm getting money. Like, nigga, you can't be running around with your grimy, broke homies no more. And like I tell niggas all the time, it's not personal. It ain't like I'm like, fuck these niggas. But at the same time, nigga... I can't lose what I got fucking with niggas who ain't got nothing to lose. Like, you niggas is just chilling because y'all ain't got shit cracking. Y'all ain't got nowhere to be. Y'all ain't got nowhere to go. Y'all could go to jail and come back and everything going to be the same way it was when you go to jail. 
Nigga, if I go do some time in jail, nigga, do you think I'm still going to have a fucking house? Like, nigga, I, I got a lot of shit I got to pay for. I can't afford to be going to jail behind some stupid shit. I can't afford to let a disagreement with a nigga fuck up all this shit. So I can't be fucking with niggas who get in disagreements that will pull me into a position where I'm going to lose all my shit. Like, nigga, you got to be mindful of the motherfuckers who you fuck with. You know, it's like niggas love to just be around niggas because they knew them for a long time. Oh, man, this my nigga, man. This this my homeboy from the sandbox, my nigga. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Yeah, this 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 my nigga from from back in the day. Nigga Cain killed Abel when they was brothers. Like nigga, it don't matter how long I knew a motherfucker. That don't mean I'm gonna keep this nigga around me. Like this motherfucker's who I was cool with in the sandbox that I don't even fucking speak to no more behind some sucker shit. You know, like that's what happens when when niggas end up fucked up. Nigga, you let this sucker shit slide. You let this sucker shit slide. You let this sucker shit slide. Now you all fucked up behind this nigga. Because a lot of times, man, you know, just like in relationships with the opposite sex, people be letting red flags slide because you like a person. He handsome, so I'm going to let him slide with this. Oh, he got money. I'm going to let him slide with this. Oh, you know, he, he dicking me down. I'm going to let him slide with this. Like, nigga, you can't be letting sucker shit slide with friends, family, None of that shit, you know, because family, that's a whole nother dynamic of all this shit. You know, sometimes you got family members that snakes, too. Like if you saw the Aaron Hernandez documentary, his mom tried to peel a million up out his ass. His fucking mama. And I'm sure he ain't the only motherfucker that had that situation, man. Family members could be just as toxic as motherfuckers who don't even know you. A lot of times, nigga, it's a motherfucker that you don't know. That'll become your best friend. You know, it's a lot of times motherfuckers in business, you run into a nigga who's also an entrepreneur and y'all link up and now y'all super tight. You know, it's like, nigga, it's a lot of times motherfuckers think it's going to be the niggas who, who you grew up with in the sandbox. But anybody in any level of business to tell you, nigga, the worst motherfuckers to go into business with is your friends. I've personally lost two friends behind entrepreneurial endeavors. Mm. Two of my closest friends. Like two of the niggas I fucked with the tightest. I don't fuck with like that no more because of some business shit. And this goes, you know, like with the Pop Smoke situation. Nigga, when you coming up, man, a lot of times your downfall will be your friends. Niggas who you fucked with. Niggas who you was cool with. Niggas who you consider to be like family. Like, nigga, that don't always translate when money get involved. Like uh, Biggie said, nigga, blood and money don't mix. Like, two dicks and no bitch. Like, nigga, it's not always good to have motherfuckers who you fucked with from day one on day 50. You know, it's cool when you fucking with niggas when y'all both broke. Y'all niggas is good as two broke niggas. But the fucking dynamic changes when you become a rich nigga and they still a broke nigga. Like, nigga, sometimes you got to just get the rich friends. And, yeah, you know, oh, man, a nigga switched up. He don't fuck with us no more ever since he came up. And it's like, yeah, because when I came up, we ain't got shit in common. What the fuck is we going to talk about now? We can't talk about mortgages. We can't talk about investments. We can't talk about business endeavors. We can't talk about flying, you know, across the world. I can't tell you about the world tour because you, you own that shit. 
you know, and it's no hard feelings. I'm not saying to stop fucking with niggas like, oh, I just don't fuck with him. I ignore him. Nah, nigga, but it's just certain niggas you shouldn't have around you that close. You know, because a snake that you've known for 10 years is still a fucking snake. Like, niggas be letting, mother, letting what would you call it? They let tenure become what, like, put it this way, nigga. Tenure and loyalty are not synonymous. Just because I've known you for a long time don't mean I'm going to be real with you. Right. You know, just because you ain't fucked me over yet don't mean you'll never fuck me over. Like I tell motherfuckers, I don't fuck with niggas who fuck other niggas over. Because all I'm doing is putting you in a position to fuck me over at some point. Just because you ain't fucked me over yet don't mean you won't fuck me over if you got the opportunity. Just like snitches. You know, like, I fucking hate snitches. I hate niggas who fuck with snitches. Because I really hate the bitch-ass excuse these niggas get for fucking with snitches. He ain't never snitched on me. He ain't snitched on you yet, nigga. You ain't gave him the opportunity to snitch on you. But trust me, if he getting a pinch and he got some fucking information on you, nigga, you getting rolled on. You going to jail, stupid. I don't fuck with that shit. I don't fuck with niggas who fuck with sucker niggas. You a sucker by association. Because real niggas don't fuck with suckers. Period. Like, nigga, you put niggas in a position for sucker shit to happen to them. And this is a reason I don't believe in these big-ass circles. Because when you fuck with niggas who fuck with a bunch of niggas, a lot of times they fuck with niggas that don't fuck with you. And you end up putting a fucking situation with niggas who don't fuck with you fucking you over. You know, like, these niggas who be talking to niggas who don't really fuck with you, these niggas have... Conversations about you contrary to what the fuck you got going on. Mm. It's niggas telling niggas shit about you. It's sometimes it's a nigga telling a nigga some shit about you. He don't even know he giving a nigga the opportunity to fuck you over. Like, yeah, man, you fucking with that nigga pop. Yeah, man, shit, nigga, nigga just came off tour, man. Motherfucker be home in like two weeks. Word. Oh, okay, for sure. And now he gonna take that information to somebody's gonna be like, yeah, he gonna be home in two weeks. We finna go get him. You ain't even know that you was setting your nigga up. But that's why I don't fuck with too many niggas. I don't give too many niggas too much information on me. Because motherfuckers will, you know, like Nipsey said, nigga, niggas learn you just to hurt you. I'm like, no, Judas. Nigga, Judas was Jesus' friend, my nigga. A lot of times, you know, betrayal comes from friends. Like, it's it's easy to deal with an enemy because you know that nigga don't like you. You know that nigga got bad intentions for you. Your friends, them the motherfuckers you got to watch. You know, like I, I always believe in always watching my friends very closely. Everybody who knows me know, nigga, I'm, I'm big on knowing a lot of shit about niggas. Nigga, I, I be wanting to know every motherfucking thing. Because I need to know what your intentions is. I need to know what your motives are. I need to know... What's your motivation for even fucking with me? Why you why you fucking with me? Why you want to be my friend? What the fuck is we kicking it about? I don't judge my friends until we go through something negative. The thing about that shit is he was the only one that got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it wasn't nobody around. <clears throat> you know, I know he kept his brother, which is the one that they, his home, the, the one everybody saying his homie that shot him or mm-hmm. had something to do with it. That's actually his brother. They got the same mom. Um, <clears throat> now, you know, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, if there was a house party and maybe it was over, I think it was like four or something in the morning this happened. So it's probably over, but somebody had to be watching and somebody said something for them to be there at that time when nobody else is around. Like, it's not a house full of people. Or whatnot. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, and they came through the back of the house. So somebody had to have been there and seen the details. Like, if you... Go through this house. This is the house where it's at. Hop over the fence. Whatever the case it it was, but you know it's unfortunate. Just especially he just started being twenty years old. You ain't even seen like you seen a a lot because you got money, but you ain't seen. You ain't lived yet. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. And that's that was the congratulations, like nigga, for you to be twenty and and touch a million dollars. Like you know, a lot of motherfuckers don't get to that point. Like they don't get to see that. But at the same time, like nigga, for once you touch it. For you to be taken away, it's just a fucked up situation. Like, 
you know, nigga, you 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 just hate to see it. But this is why I'm I'm talking about this shit right now, man. Niggas just gotta be more mindful of their surroundings. Like you gotta, you know, be be careful with who you around and just, you know, secure yourself. You know, like how they would always say, secure the bag. Nigga, once you get the bag, my nigga, hold that motherfucker tight, man. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with walking around with security. That don't make you no bitch because you protecting yourself. You know, like me, shit, nigga, don't let me be famous, nigga. You wouldn't even be able to see me, nigga. I'd be surrounded by bodyguards. Call me what you want to call me, nigga, but you won't say rest in peace to me. Like, nigga, I, I, I always say safety first, my nigga. Like, nigga, it, once you get it, you got to be able to protect it or it was never yours if you can't protect something. Like, fuck the bullshit, my nigga. Like, I don't, I don't like to put myself in, in positions where I could lose something for nothing. Like, nigga, if you see me in prison, it's, something, it's behind my wife or my kids. You know, it's, it's behind me protecting what the fuck I got, my nigga. Like, I don't like to be put in street situations and I'm not in a street position. For instance, look how Suge used to move. Suge had a, a few uh, off-duty police officers or retired police officers, whatever the case. Like you said, these niggas can shoot niggas and not get in trouble. Exactly. They can kill niggas and not get in trouble. Exactly. And nobody had a problem with how Suge was moving because even big dope dealers back in the 80s had a, a, a police on the payroll and all that shit. So, I mean, to my knowledge, I, I think I don't remember everything or far back I, I can remember, Suge was untouchable. Yeah. Because of how he moved. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, when, when, when you come into a new game, you got to realize that there's new rules. Like, you got to move a certain way. Like, nigga... Just with the little bit of money that I got, the little bit of shit that I got, nigga, I have to move a certain way. I can't move how I moved 10 years ago. Like, I can't act how I used to act, my nigga. Like, nigga, it's, it's just like coming from a child to an adult, my nigga. Like, when you was little, you could you could spill milk in your lap and wouldn't nobody say nothing. But when you 30, niggas gonna say something. You know, so, like, when, when you a, a little young nigga and you run around with a bunch of little grimy little goon niggas, a lot of times that that works because you a grimy little goon nigga too. But when you become a rich man, you can't still be moving with these grimy little goon niggas. Because a lot of times the only thing some niggas know is to find the nigga who got something and take it from him. Whether or not that be a friend or an enemy, my nigga. Some of your friends are your biggest fucking enemies. And a lot of motherfuckers don't realize that shit, nigga. And this don't go for only rich people, nigga. This go for motherfuckers who got a regular job, nigga. It's motherfuckers who fuck with you, who want to take something from you. Think about how many niggas' best friends slept with their wife. How many niggas' close homeboy did some bullshit to him. My nigga, betrayal comes from friends, my nigga. Right. Brutus killed Caesar. Them niggas was best friends. Like, nigga, a lot of times it comes from a nigga who you fuck with. Like, a lot of times it's your nigga setting you up. You know, so we don't know the the actual details on what happened to Pop Smoke, but I'm just trying to cover all the bases involved in what possibly happened. You know, like, you, you just got to move smart when you got something to lose. Like, you can't be moving like the niggas who ain't got nothing to lose. You can't be moving with niggas. Who ain't got nothing to lose Like you gotta get around motherfuckers That's that's like you Like you know no matter how much Niggas like to say Oh man you done, you done switched up I didn't switch up I bossed up It's a complete fucking difference My nigga I'm moving like a fucking boss Because I am a boss You know like uh, Deion Sanders said in that song Nigga nigga, hell yeah money changed me Nigga turned my, my library card Into a credit card like, nigga, it's, it's just certain shit that happens, my nigga, when, when you move up, my nigga. You outgrow certain people. You know, nigga, if, if you still want to fuck with me when I grow, you got to grow too. Facts. You know, like, you got to grow with me. A lot of times, nigga, it be motherfuckers trying to help you grow with them, but you don't want to do it. Like, a lot of us got friends that are doing something, and they trying to give you advice, and you like, nah, I can't do that. 
Like, oh yeah, man, I'm 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 investing in these stocks, my nigga. Look, here go what you gonna do? You uh give give me like seven hundred. We gonna invest that shit in this stock. And you like seven hundred, man. Fuck that shit. Hell no. Nigga, I'm telling you, nigga, if, if you put this seven hundred right here, nigga, in, in, in five years, you gonna have five hundred racks. Man, fuck that shit, nigga. I'm finna go get me some Balenciagas. And then they come with the 500 racks, and you like, damn, nigga, you up. Yeah, nigga, you was supposed to put that money there with me. Man, fuck that shit, nigga. I ain't believe that shit. Well, now I'm up. And be mad now that you up. Exactly, nigga. Like, nigga, I gave you the opportunity to be exactly where I'm at, but you chose to go a different way, nigga. You can't be mad. If I put you in a position to be where I'm at, and you didn't do what the fuck you were supposed to do, nigga, you cannot be mad. Or shall I say, you, you, you should not be mad. Because niggas be mad. Everybody know a motherfucker who mad because somebody who they fuck with came up and they didn't. Especially when the motherfucker gave you all the tools that you needed. Like I tell motherfuckers, I done put upwards of 30 niggas behind the... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The wheel of trucks You know It ain't like I made niggas Multi-millionaires But I got niggas A good job Most of the niggas Who I fuck with A lot of niggas Who I know Who drive trucks They got their job Through me And it's like Nigga If I'm fucking with you Nigga I, I need you to be At least around Where I'm at I can't be fucking with you If you down here Like I, I, I can't even Associate with you Nigga Not closely I might fuck with you When I see you If I happen to you know, cross paths with you. I fuck with you, but I'm not finna be fucking with you for no extended periods of time and you ain't got shit. Because how the fuck that make me look? Like, nigga, I used to say back in the day about, like, rap niggas who used to brag about still being in the hood and still hanging out in the fucking projects. It's literally like a free slave still hanging out on plantations. Like, what the fuck are you doing, my nigga? Like, you all the way up, you done got free. And you still want to hang with these niggas? For what? Like, you know, rappers want to keep their street cred by still hanging out. Like, oh, I'll still be in the projects. Like, nigga, if I'm a rapper and you see me in the projects, I'm giving away backpacks or some shit. Like, I'm I'm giving back. Like, if you ever see me with a nigga that's way below me on any level, it's because I'm helping them. I don't hang with, with niggas just to be fucking hanging with them, especially if they under me. If you under me, nigga, I'm I'm either trying to pull you up or I'm not fucking around you, period. I don't just be fucking with niggas for the sake of fucking with niggas. Especially because a lot of times the niggas that these niggas be fucking with that be low be leeches. Like, nigga, you pay for all the food he eats. You pay for all the jewelry he wears. You pay for all his transportation. Like, you look at these rappers and they entourages, man. How you think MC Hammer went broke? He had a thousand niggas on the fucking payroll for nothing. Like, nigga, you, you can't move like that. Like, nigga, you, you know, you, we didn't had a lot of examples in hip hop, in society, in history, in all of this shit. Like, nigga, you know, they, they say history always repeats itself. You know, like me, I'm not like a history buff, but I pay attention a lot to history. Like, a lot of times I reference historical shit uh shit that happens in hip-hop shit that happens in sports because i know like a lot of shit happens over and over again and if you see the shit happen the first time you could avoid watching that shit happen to you you know like i always tell motherfuckers nigga i ain't gonna live long enough to make all the mistakes i've watched and avoided like the 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 reason a lot of shit don't happen to me like it happens to niggas because i saw it happen to somebody and I don't repeat other niggas' mistakes. Like, I've learned just as much from failures as I've learned from successful people. Because I'm like, shit, all right, nigga, I see where he failed. And I saw, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a student of people. Like, I always, when I see people fuck up, 
the first thing come to my mind is what the fuck was he thinking when he did that? Because a lot of times, you know, like people call motherfuckers stupid behind shit they do. But a lot of times people had good intentions when they made mistakes. Like sometimes you realize when somebody did some bullshit, what they thought at the time they did that bullshit. Sometimes it made sense. Like, okay, no wonder you fucked up because you thought this was going to happen. Okay, for sure. Because like a lot of times motherfuckers go into business situations and you like, damn, why would this nigga put all his money here? And it's like, well, I thought this was going to happen. Oh, okay, for sure. Like, it's not always stupid when shit goes fucked up. Like, a lot of athletes, they go broke, nigga. Um, did you see the documentary Broke, the 30 for 30 on ESPN? Yes. A lot the, of those football players and shit. Yeah, a lot of those motherfuckers went broke trying to start businesses. Because you know how, like, when um, people hear about somebody going broke and they, oh, you should have invested money. Oh, you should have started a business. Man, the thing that the average person doesn't know about businesses is 90% of businesses fail. A lot of those athletes put a lot of money into a restaurant, a car wash, a fucking laundry mat. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers had the right intentions when they fucked their money off. A lot of these niggas bought real estate and property like people love to tell you to do. Oh, you should have bought some property. You should have. Nigga. Business ain't a guaranteed fucking thing unless every motherfucker who called themselves an entrepreneur would be rich. Every entrepreneur, nigga, when you hear the word entrepreneur, that don't automatically mean rich person. That means some person who is trying to generate some revenue on their own two feet, but that don't mean that they're going to be successful. Nigga, I've had a couple of businesses that went belly up. Like, nigga, it, it, it don't guarantee nothing. You know, motherfuckers make mistakes. So just me, I believe in watching the mistakes of others. So like me talking about the pop smoke situation. This is me looking at the mistake that another person made and analyzing what happened, where they went wrong, and trying to see how it could have went right. You know, because I don't know exactly what went wrong, but I go through all the scenarios that could have possibly went wrong and say, okay, look, nigga, if it was his partner, watch your fucking partners, my nigga. You know, mm-hmm. because he was hanging with a bunch of grimy street niggas from New York. Because what the assumption is, is whoever killed him was a nigga from New York. Somebody who he probably knew. So, nigga, you got to watch the niggas you know. Because other than Pop Smoke, it's a lot of motherfuckers, you know, especially rappers, who get killed by niggas they know. Or niggas who knew them. Or niggas who was in or out of but close to their circle. Mutual friends and shit. Exactly. Two or three degrees of separation. Like, you you got to watch the motherfuckers who be around you. You got to watch the niggas who around you who fuck with niggas who don't fuck with you. Like, I don't really believe in fucking with niggas who fuck with niggas that don't fuck with me. And a lot of niggas be in situations like that. Like, nigga, me, I'm always big on... Who's around me and who the fuck they fuck with. Like, you know, a lot of niggas fuck with niggas who can't stand your motherfucking ass. And again, a lot of people show you red flags and you really got to be mindful of those red flags. You can't be ignoring red flags because you knew a nigga for a long time or that nigga getting money or that was just that one time that that happened. Nigga do some sucker shit and you pass it off because all he only did that once. Oh, he only hated on me one time. Or, oh, man, he only uh, cock-blocked me that one time with that bra. Like, nigga, me? I'm I'm a one-strike nigga. You do some sucker shit, that's it. I don't fuck with niggas who do sucker shit to me. Like, that's just not how I get down. I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in fucking with people. Like, I don't get niggas second chances. You know, because that second chance could literally cost me my life, nigga. That second chance could literally cost me 30 fucking years in prison. Like, nigga, I, I tell motherfuckers, like, I don't really like to judge friendships based on everything going right. I always judge my friendships when shit goes fucked up. Because I feel like you don't know a nigga till you seen him broke. You don't know a nigga till a nigga stepped on a nigga's shoes. You don't know a nigga till you seen a nigga get took off on. Like Mike Tyson say, 
You know, and I done said it a thousand times on this show. Every nigga got a plan until he get punched in the mouth. Like you don't you don't know a nigga till something happened to his ass. So I don't like to judge my friends when everything is going right. I got niggas who I done known for fucking 10, 15, 20 years that I don't consider friends because we ain't never been through shit. You know, like Jason. You know, Jason is my friend, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But like you know, our, our our friendship ain't hit that level because me and Jason ain't never been through nothing negative. Everything me and Jason has been through has always been positive. So I got love for Jason, but at the same time, it's not like, oh, this is my best friend because we ain't never been through a situation where shit got fucked up. And I was like, okay, yeah, he a real nigga. I seen how he handled that fucked up situation, so that's my nigga. Because that's how I judge motherfuckers. I always judge niggas when shit go faulty. Because when everything is fly, it's easy to be, you know, like, it's easy to root for the team when they winning. Everybody a fucking Laker fan when they winning. But let's see if you still flying your fucking Laker flag when they lose 10 games in a row. Like, that's how I judge my friend. I, I don't judge you when we up, nigga. How, how was you when I was broke? Like the Raider fans. Exactly. Like, I'm a Clipper fan. Nigga, the Raiders is my team. Like, nigga, it's hard to call me a, a, a bandwagon fan when all the teams I root for be losing and shit. Like, nigga, it's, it's hard for me to call you a friend when it's easy to root for me when everything is dope. Like, most of the motherfuckers who I still fuck with, I fucked with when I was broke. And they helped me out when I was broke. Like, nigga, you know, I, I really realized... You know who who my real niggas was when when I was fucked up. Like damn nigga, a lot of motherfuckers ain't calling my phone like they used to call my phone when I was buying all the bottles and paying for everybody to get into shit and you know picking niggas up and dropping niggas off. Now that I ain't got no license and I can't get nowhere, a lot of niggas don't want to come to where I'm at and fuck with me. Niggas was fucking with me when I was coming to them. And you got to look at that type of shit, my nigga, when you on the come up. Because a lot of these niggas will show you how much of a sucker they are over time. But a lot of niggas let a lot of sucker shit slide. You know, and and, and that be the problem with a lot of motherfuckers. Like, uh, that, that, that shit is, you know, it's, it, it's no good, my nigga. Like, so, you know, just to put a fucking... A, a fucking bow on this shit, my nigga. Like, watch the people you around. Friends closer than enemies. You know, because a lot of people hear the, what you call it. Like, they hear that saying, keep your friends close and or keep your enemies close and your friends, or your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just dismiss it as, uh, okay, you know. But it's like, nigga, that shit is real fucking shit. Like, especially when you own, my nigga. You know, having the wrong circle of friends could literally cost you your fucking life. Especially, you know, like I was telling my homeboy, nigga. Have you ever noticed as far as street niggas go? Every time you see a nigga on a t-shirt, it's a nigga sitting in front of a BMW, a Mercedes, or a Range Rover with stacks of cash. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, a lot of niggas in the hood that end up dead be the niggas with the money, the niggas nigga the 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 bigger your money the bigger a target you become, you know. So just be mindful of that shit when you own the come up, nigga. Even as a nigga who just trying to come up, you might not have came up yet, but just as a motherfucker who who got the ambition to come up, nigga, watch your fucking circle, my nigga, because you know a lot of times it's it's the niggas closest to you that do you. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town E, house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously, nine other podcasts, Friday nights, 9 p.m. They coming back on the 13th of March. Motherfucking being ready in A to the motherfucking C. Um, shout out to the No Rules podcast Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m. Mark and Will, Hump Days and Never Be the Same. Uh, the newest podcast on Townhouse Media, the Talk 30 podcast coming out Talk Flirty Tuesdays at 6 p.m. 
with just Nikki N I Q Q I, um, and Townhouse Media Sunday, of course. 3 p.m.s Cat versus Dog podcast. Me and CJ arguing like a motherfucker. Um, and you know, live at five. The Too Much Game podcast. Y'all already know, nigga sitting here talking this shit live 5 p.m. Pacific. I be late in the motherfucker because sometimes Cat versus Dog be late. But y'all just know Sundays I'll be here, nigga. Um, check me out on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a like and a rating. Leave a, uh, what you call that shit? Leave a review. Yeah. You know, let a nigga know how I'm doing, man. Five stars, whatever the fuck you think, man. Just leave me a, rate, a rating and a review. Um, and I think that might be it. So y'all already know, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.